We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. At this point, if the, if the Premier League is going to be like this, I'd almost rather... There be no EPL classic slates. They just be showdowns. There's no and have the classic slate be the boonies. There's no maybe about this. That's like by far the best solution. No, well, personally, I'd rather play Bundesliga DFS over yes. EPL. DFS. Everyone should. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, senior soccer editor of Rotowire. Joining us Thursday, September 17th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, we had the first week of the Premier League last week. We had these staggered start times, um, which we're not usually used to. Is there anything that we learned from that one that we might be able to help us this time? Well, we learned that DFS sucks now for the Premier League. (laughs) Are they going to keep on doing this? Is there anything? I mean, like, it seems like they're scheduling games like, two or three weeks in advance because you'll see on the schedule it's like oh 10 games on at the same time that that ain't happening yeah so we are we coming back to is it everything going to be like la liga like it's it's getting to the point like if they're going to constantly have three separate games on all the time that i'd almost rather rather play bundesliga dfs than play epl DFS. yes i think that's where we should go unfortunately it'll never happen but like a 9 30 a.m eastern saturday morning five game bundesliga slate is so much better than staggered start Premier League. But yeah, I think they're doing it 
while there are no fans in games and so they're letting people actually watch these games where they don't normally uh, let them do that but it it is such a killer I mean it's not like we have like multiple games at each time slot like it's fairly easy it's three games it's not like the old MLS days where we'd have like seven start times um, but it sucks you're right that's the perfect term for it because right and it, it, it's it's just for the sweat experience and yeah the time investment in I, I always need to then make sure it's like, well, do I have a 2v2 in case this guy doesn't start? Or then just having to just check the lineups. Just, oh, now, yeah, yeah, 130. I need to check who's playing just to make sure. And, like, from a casual player's experience, it just destroys it. Yeah. I mean, we used to – I mean, we complained enough about just the late game on the regular Saturday slate, the 1230 game, that they got rid of it. And now it's like – I think the difficult, the worst part is that like the first lineup is nine o'clock Eastern and the last lineup is 2 p.m. Like that's, it's just crazy. And you're not, again, you're not worried about like multiple games at three o'clock, you know, late in the day, but it just seems even just one game at each time slot seems like it's a royal pain. Right. But I think on this slate, the, the most important game for the lineups is probably the first one. Which we I got last for, week too, right? But I think for the most part, the the main players that you'd be targeting from the second two games are almost guaranteed to start. Yeah. So I mean, I I have no worries on this specific slate for that period. It's just that it's a pain in the ass. Yes, that's correct. So looking at the games that we have, uh, the largest favorite on the slate is the middle game, Man United at home. Against Crystal Palace, minus three oh seven currently. Uh, that's the highest. That's not really the highest total. Two and three quarters. Then Arsenal at home, minus one eighty three favorite over West Ham. That's slightly under three. It's about the same total as the Man United game. And then the lowest total game, which is at two and a half. It's Leeds at home, minus one sixty to Fulham. So it's two of the newly promoted sides, and. Uh, Essentially, I mean, I view this slate as like you're more likely than not to play multiple pieces from the first game just due to price. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, but if I mean, obviously price matters, but if price didn't matter, you probably wouldn't touch it. Right, right. If it was any <laughs> other slate, I mean, if this was a, a slate of four or five games, it's quite possible you don't play anyone from that yeah. game. Just that, like, the, the main pieces of the other games are just expensive. They're very expensive, yeah. So, I mean, starting out, I mean, I think I think forward is a problem this slate. Yeah. I think, I think from a floor perspective, you have to say that Willie on a 10-5, if he's going to be on all set pieces when he's on the field for Arsenal, I think that's that's going to be the popular option but uh obama yang has minus 175 odds to score mm-hmm. so so i mean obviously william could score from a free kick he could score an open play but when you're paying that price for a forward like like you, who you who you who you pairing with because i mean i think i think the the problem you're going to get in this slate is that who do you prioritize the forwards or bruno fernandez at midfield at 11,000 mm-hmm I think 
one of the problems with Willian is uh, Danny Ceballos could come back in. He didn't play in the first game, but Ceballos took plenty of set pieces last year before last season before Willian came. And I mean, that's a late, I don't know if it's enough to keep you off of Willian, but I feel like Ceballos is a player people would consider. We'll get to midfield at some point, but I feel like he's a player somebody would consider if we knew he was going to play. But it obviously could hurt Willian. We like we don't know. Like Willian has a lot more risk this week than he did last week. Right, and he won't know until the last game. Right. So it's not like something where you could like plug in Ceballos and hope for the best or something. Like you're not going to be in the position to do that. Mm-hmm. Cuz even most likely you don't even have a slot. Like if you're going to if you're going to play Ceballos like you're not pivoting to anyone, especially at that point. Right. The way to do it is that you play Willian and Ceballos, and then Ceballos in your in your utility, and then you could always switch to Aubameyang, and then just like I don't know, some West Ham player. Right. I mean, it's it's not optimal, but at forward this week, I mean, it's you're you're not from from a floor perspective, you're not gonna you're not gonna like anything. There's a there's a dink you could dinky do, but you're not dinky doing with good players. Right. Yeah. You're, you're. I mean, I. I. If you don't want to play Willian, I think you. I think you just play Aubameyang in cash. You could even. I. I. I think that it's completely viable to play neither, and play Martial or Rashford. With Willian. No. No, I'm saying like you. You're playing Martial Rashford. You still have another spot to fill. Right. <laughs> like they're saying, both if, awful if you, to fill. If you need the salary, I just, I just think in the midfield, other than Bruno, there's 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 no one worth paying for. I agree. I agree with that. Like there's like there's nothing. Not even the six seven k range. Nothing. You're going. You're going down. There's maybe one mid mid range play, but I think he's probably overpriced, and we'll get to him. So yeah. to to me, it's 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 a it's a matter of you're taking one of you're taking one of them. You're probably not taking both. If you take two guys over 9K, you ain't getting Bruno in your lineup. Yep. So most likely you're taking one of these guys. I think from a, from a from a production distribution standpoint, I prefer the Arsenal players over the Man United players. Hmm. I think it's most likely, if Arsenal scores, it's most likely through Aubameyang. And if Arsenal has a lot of possession and set pieces, it's most likely Willian. Martial and Rashford are not set piece takers and their goal scorers and Martial could score two goals and Rashford has three points and vice versa. Right. I think it's more likely that Aubameyang puts up a decent enough score. If Arsenal win that I do that, but like underneath this, like, yes, I guess if black is starts, you could do that. I mean, it's still goal dependent. Green, like in between that, yeah, but I mean, are are you paying for seventy three hundred for Bowen on this slate? Right, right. Or at seventy two for Antonio. Right. Or Zaha is at sixty eight hundred. Are you doing that? No. What about Townsend? I think Townsend's playable. I mean, I prefer. I I I think the 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 popular option is going to be further down for a dink. <laughs> Just one. Um. Like nobody jumps out at me, which I feel like is—that's a problem. Yeah. 
Well, most likely, most likely, I'd rather I'd rather side with the favored teams on this slate. Well, Coast sure. is going to play. If Coast is going to play, like on the left wing or something, then for fifty five hundred, give me him for Leeds. He's active enough. I prefer him over over Townsend or Easy E. <laughs> he starts. He didn't start last week. No, he didn't, and he played ninety for this midweek cut match. Or even Cavalero if he started for Fulham. But yep. I mean, that's on the, the the underdog side of the game. Right. But I'd rather take a Leeds player than a Palace player. Yeah. But I, don't I mean, mi- they're I don't certain mind, it's not, I don't mind Townsend. It's, that's not the point. It's like, if you dinky dude, you'd play Townsend and Costa, play Bruno Fernandez, and then what do you do with the rest of your lineup? Because anyone worth paying up for is in a forward position. Right. You're not paying up twice defense and goalkeeper. And then, I mean, like, I don't think that's the build. Yeah. But I think it's someone down here that we mentioned and then one of the players up top. Yes. Would you play one of these, like, non... Like, would you play uh, Reese Nelson or Bukayo Saka? If we knew that they were in, that was the. Oh, that's right. Would, that's right. We, we would know never know that. Right. I mean, and you're stuck at that point. Right. At Arsenal, especially. I mean, you're, you're at least in Man United, you get, at least you get like a Townsend or a Zaha or something like that. If you get stuck with Reese Nelson at 6,500, <laughs> you're playing. I mean, is there anyone in that position that'll even be start? There'll be no one. Um. Most likely, Yarmolenko or Hilaire. Yeah, you got to hope one of them. Yeah, that's it. Well, if they start at least, that's I mean, what I like, mean. You yeah. don't even have a, you don't have anyone that's there. Yeah, you're right. So no, don't even. Yeah, in your utility, but I mean, the only reason you'd be playing these players is because they're forward eligible. Right, right. They're overpriced for any other slot. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's that simple. I think uh, the underowned guys for GPP would be someone like Patrick Bamford. Yeah, seventy four hundred. I think the ownership is going to be spread out enough that if you wanted to play Martial or Rashford, I think that's fine in GPP. Same for Antonio. I think I'd much rather play Antonio over Bowen in GPP. Yeah. I think Antonio has higher ceiling than Bowen. I think you're going to get more out of West Ham than you get out of Crystal Palace, though. I guess but you just have to pay for it. Is the like they're not right, they're right. not cheap. Not, they're not cheap, right? Yeah. The pricing on the slate is tough. Yeah. So at midfield, Bruno eleven thousand. That's like you just plug him in and you're fine. He's probably the best overall play on the slate. Yep. He takes everything from Man United. They're at home and they're favored. The second highest implied team total. But after that, I mean, geez, the hell is here? I mean, most of the most of the players that are that are in this pri- these price ranges are forward eligible already. Right. I mean, essentially, you go from Fernandez to Pablo Hernandez to Paul Pogba. Like that. That's it. Unless you're forward eligible, and then you get down to Phillips. Do you think? Do you think Phillips is worth sixty four hundred? Um, the hesitation I have with Phillips is that we're assuming he has corners 
Right, because Leeds didn't even take one. They didn't even take one. Like, Man United didn't play last week, but we know who takes them for Man United. So he took one free kick, Phillips did last week. Um, But Pablo Hernandez didn't play, and Hernandez had taken some last year. Like, I think Phillips makes sense, but 6,400 is kind of a dead price for me. Like, why would you pay that much for maybe set pieces? He's, I mean, he's a defensive midfielder. You're playing the Leeds Luka Milivojevic without penalties. Right, right. That's the point that I'm making. Of like, is he worth 6,400? Right. But I mean, if, if it's not Phillips, it's going to be Hernandez. I mean, like, who else on Leeds is going to take set pieces? Though that's Those are the guys. Yeah. Right. I, I'm, but it's not going to be a situation where Stuart Dallas is on corners. Unlikely. Right. Yeah, my, my my problem with Phillips is that he be becomes he becomes like like Tom Cleverly. I mean, he becomes yep. like his open play value is limited. You're paying for set pieces that he might not have at all, let alone a share, let alone a mon- he's priced as if he has a monopoly of set pieces for a favorite team. Yeah, I mean he probably does and he's efficient and at that point he'd be efficiently he, right he, he'd be, he turns into oliver norwood like, like, I think, like okay i don't mind i think you'd easily play him over the 6k forwards if you didn't have to fill the forward spot right like you play him over townsend or zaha or whatever right but i think like guys like cleach and and harrison have mm-hmm. more open play value for sure they have lower floors, but how much lower? Right. But much. I'm looking more more so to target leads than find cheap defensive minded pieces of the other of the Arsenal and Man United. You are looking for that? I am. I I'd I'd much rather play one of the Leeds guys than play Scott McTominay for fifty one hundred. Yes. But the Leeds guys are a thousand more. Right, but you may you, you you may you may have it. True. Like I'd love to know if Daniel James plays because I'd play Daniel James. It's forty four hundred. Sure, but you're not going to know that. That's why you put Ceballos in. And then what happens if James doesn't start? Then you have Ceballos in, and then he doesn't start, and then you just what? And then it's what? It's a Pablo Fornal season. Right. Or it's a utility. You go down to like a Bellerin or a Maitland-Niles and leave 1200 on the table. Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's ugly. I wouldn't mind playing Luka Milivojevic at 4100 It's not crazy. Was, not crazy. I mean, now you're in this range where Milivojevic, Tom Kearney. Mm-hmm. Well, Milivojevic, Milivojevic didn't start last week. Right. And Kearney's game will be over by then. Right, but I'm saying if you're in this range and you need play, just you, I need a 4K midfielder. Yeah. Cabano or Fulham. I mean, it's just that now we're just talking about whoever's just the only guy. The only guy that I'm willing to play down this range that I I, I would consider like if he's in, he's my cheap guy is Anthony Knockhart. Sure. But he had, but he, he's not starting. First game, though. 
Right. Well, that that well, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's the first game. We get the two lineups. If I see Anthony Knockhart in, he has enough open. Play. I, who cares? Maybe he yeah, doesn't. Who, yeah. Set pieces. He's thirty five hundred, and we we have a history of him. He's an active winger. So. Yeah. Even no, if he only plays this seven. week's. Uh, although Max Meyer's on this slate, we talked about Max Meyer last week, who was like, if he randomly gets a start, but then somebody else, who was the. Wasn't there a cheap guy last week? Yeah, Mitchell, but he's now 4,000. No, no, no. There was a midfielder that everyone played, or you could have played. I'm trying to go back and see. I thought there was one. I thought you forget last late. So I like, did. That's why I'm scrolling back through to see what I can find. Oh, my God. I have to go through all my NFL ones. <laughs> Come on, DraftKings. You should know exactly what I'm looking for. Um. I can't even find it now. So there's like no one down this. here. Who who are you playing in this range? The midfield is awful. Uh, yeah, it's really bad. I mean, the whole slate's bad. That's the problem. The whole right, the whole slate bad because typically once I get down to the lower lower cost midfielders, I go, who the hell do I play here? I guess I'll play a defender at that price. And right. then you look at defenders at that price and go, I don't even want to play these guys. No, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like most of the players on the slate, I don't want to play. I mean, I real, realistically, lineup, half the lineup is like, why am I playing these guys? Because they're, what, they're still better than the other people. Right. Like, realistically, there are two players on the slate you want to play, maybe a third, right? Right. Like, if there, if salary was not a problem, you'd be like, give me Willian, give me Bruno, and I guess I'll play Obama Yang because he has the goal scoring odds. And after that, there's nobody you want to play. Right. There's no one. And then if you decide, okay, I, I instead of playing Willian and Fernandez, I'll go balance. There's no one to play there either. Right, your balanced lineup is is like Bowen and Zaha, and then you get to the midfield, and you're like, oh, now Pogba. I'm playing Phillips and Pogba. Phillips, Pogba, Pogba, right? Danny Van de, uh, Van de Beek. You're right. It's it's stupid. Yeah. Because even when we go to defense, there's like one guy to play at defender, and that's it. Everyone else is overpriced or not mm-hmm. worth it. Like. I'm more likely to play a center back in my center defender spot this week. Well, it's funny because I was looking and I'm like, there are actually some decently priced fullbacks. Um, They're not great, but they're, they're not cheap, but they're like, okay. And I'm like, but I don't want to play that. Like I would, like, I think Joe Bryan. Right. That's the one you play. Right. Because they will be on a majority set pieces for Fulham. Okay. There you go. And I think, like Luke Shaw at 4,500 in a game that they're favored this much in is like usually one we would play, but like, I don't want to play Luke Shaw. And I felt the same way about Ainsley Maitland Niles. Cause he was playing as like a wing back at 4,000 for a favorite, but like, he's not really that good fantasy wise. And then you just like, look at the list and you're like, but who on earth would I play? Right. Cause Bellerin's there at 4,400. And then you get, I thought maybe we'd get Kenny Tete cheap. Yep. Nope. And he's four thousand nope. in an underdog Not role, like 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 right. If he was like thirty four hundred, I'm like, okay, there we go. There's the cheap fullback. I was I was thinking to myself, I would play Mitchell again for thirty three hundred, thirty five hundred, maybe. Right, but, but four thousand. Right, and then do you is it? Do you want to pay up? Do you want to pay fifty nine hundred for Wen Basaka? Right. No. <laughs> and do I want to an Eiling in in Dallas uh, for over five k on Leeds? I mean, is. Is there a point to that? Like, yes, they should be like 4,700. I'd be like, okay. And at that point, I'd be like, eh, I guess so. Right. 
The one price that that surprised me was uh, Kieran Tierney at thirty nine hundred. Not because that's not the price that you should pay for an Arsenal center back, but because he's not really a center back. He's the kind of guy that they usually continue to price as a fullback or as a wingback, even though they move to center back. Like if he never played center back, he would be fifty five hundred. Right, and also, hey, you'll never know because it's the late game. Maybe he ends up playing as right a fullback, and then he would be the best defender play on the slate. But you would never know that, right? But he's not. But even thirty nine hundred has him as a center back on this slate is not like the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I <laughs> totally <down> agree. <laughs> and I go down here like, who else would I? I mean, I, I immediately went down and like, well, how about Tim Ream? And like, he's playing in a three back also. Yeah. 2,500. But I mean, if you just, if you took your second defender slot and just said, I'm taking the cheapest guy that's starting, I can't blame you. But the the problem is, is it doesn't get you anything because there's, right, no, it doesn't there's get, nobody to play. Right. <laughs> the slate is just like, okay, well, I'll pay all the way down so I can get up to Phillips. Like, but I really don't want to play him. Right. Exactly. Like, do I pay all the way down to get Phillips, or do I pay all the way up and then uh, and then play uh, the, the play the, play Tom Carney? I'm like, but I don't want to play him. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, do you think guys end up being chalky because there's nobody to play? Like, do you think we end up all playing? I don't. Even, I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling through the list. I don't even know who I the guy would be. Who are we all playing? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll lead towards similar lineup constructions. I think you'll see a lot of barbell type lineup constructions. Yeah. Yep. Where people are going to try are going to fit in three guys, expensive players, and then fit whatever fits in. Yeah. I think it's going to be Brian, and then three expensive players, and then a mess of crap. And that mess. Is there of crap a third expensive player to play though? Yeah, you play goal scorer. You play Rashford. I mean, you play. Uh, you do. You could do Willian, Aubameyang. Bruno Fernandez. and Brian. I don't think you can do that. You, you can't. Um, I'm gonna yeah. try right now. No. Uh, Leaves you with thirty uh, thirty six sixty remaining. Then you punt the whole way. You don't play Brian. Yeah. Right. I mean, you could do it, or maybe instead of Aubameyang or Will, instead of playing William and Aubameyang together, you'll replace one of them with like Rashford or Martial. Right. And or Lacazette then, even he'll save you some. Or Lacazette, right? And then you, then you could play Brian, and then just cheap as hell everywhere else, and who knows? Right. But to tell me who those plays are at this point, I can't. I can make a rationalization for all of them, but I mean only because the, they're all bad. Right. Right, and not because it's like, oh well, this guy you could play James McCarthy or Cabana. It's like I don't want to play either of them. I'd play Felipe Anderson if he started, but you won't know that. And even right. if he did, it's not like he's that great of a play. I say if Jaka starts and he's in the lineup and he's in your if he's your last spot, I can't blame you. Who else would you be taking? Like the, I look at all these pieces and go, if someone had Declan Rice in their cash lineup as their last piece, like because they had thirty nine hundred left. That's that's the reason. Right. There's no other reason. But still, I'm more. I'd be more likely to take the cheaper players from Leeds. Yes. Like, whoever shows up in their lineup, even if it's a defensive midfielder. Only because the defensive-minded midfielders for, like, Arsenal and 
Man United are, are expensive. Right. Like they're, they're priced a thousand more. But I mean, if we see like a, a, a Johansson in the Fulham lineup, yep. it's like, okay, I could punt with that. Or Zambo and Guisa. He played last week. Yeah. So I don't, I don't mind it. Cause I mean, what do you need? You're just, you're essentially punting. Fun slate. The Leeds is actually a decent favorite in this game. Yeah, they are. It's Fulham's horrible. How do Fulham expect to stay up? I had... Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, essentially, they're playing with the same roster that they came up with two years ago that didn't stay up. Yep. It's a good enough roster to make the playoffs in the championship, but not compete at the Premier League level. I'm going to say that, and Mitrovic is going to have a hat trick. Hat trick, yeah. You know, we're going to get to that point. Of, you, know, you know we're going to get to that point of the season somehow. What? Mit, the Mitra, Mitrovic 6,200 in cash. Oh. You know, four, right? And it's like, well, look at his shots. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, can't argue with that. But like what pieces of like I'm I'm taking a look at these the projected starting lineups. Like you'll never know if Sabios is in, so I don't yeah. even know how you, you you can't even do anything with that. Well, you, you end up have, playing Jaka. Right. No, you it's in a it's in a utility spot. So you end up playing Maitland Niles or Beller, you play one of those guys. I think no well, no you well, yes, you could do that. But I think you I think you're more likely to build as crazy as this sounds because we're just crapped on everybody. I think it'll be easier to fill three or two defender spots than two midfield spots. And so, like, I think you actually could use Ceballos. And, like, I think you will end up trying to use Ceballos more in a midfield spot than a utility. Then who would you be playing in the utility? Another defender. Another defender. Oh, but there's no defenders to play. There's no anything to play. There's no anything to play. I guess you're what probably more likely to try to get something out of Milivojevic than you would like Maitland Niles. Right. If he starts. What happens, El what, happens, what happens if Greenwood starts? Why wouldn't he? I don't know. Yeah, I think you can play him. Okay. If, guess, if, if Most of these players have no floor, so what does it matter at this point? Yeah, I think... Like, I'm just looking around going... Like if I'm if I'm gonna play Aubameyang, why don't I just pay down for Greenwood so I could pay up for no one else? I mean, like I, I, what am I paying up up for? What am I paying down for? I think Greenwood in cash. I think you can make that somewhat argument, but I think he makes much more sense than Rashford or Martial. Yeah, just for the price, right? Like you it's a play, what is that fifteen hundred? Yeah, I mean that could get I mean, you De Gea or Henderson if he starts. Oh, do you think it is paying up for goalkeeper type of slate? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how you do that. We have two big favorites. We instead of playing Luke Shaw, you play Lindelof, right? You play Stin- and Rob Holding instead of Maitland Niles. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> that's what this type of slate is. And because you're saying it, and I'm like, I'm reacting, and then thinking, then I'm reacting with with my heart by like, why the hell would you ever do that? And then my brain responds because he's as good as 17 other players at that spot. Uh-huh. Who cares? Yeah, I, 
This I don't is an see... awful slate. Yeah. This is just an absolutely awful slate. If you did not want to play this slate, I would not I, I would not make fun of you if you just skipped it. And this is going to be like an issue for weeks. Like this is not even just like bad players on the slate, but like if we only have three game slates with staggered start times. Like if we knew everybody who was playing in this, like if they were all 10 o'clock, then I think we'd have a more viable conversation here. Right. Like I think you talk about whether you actually do play Willian, do you play Willian and Ceballos because you know, because you'll know they're both in. Do you just play Ceballos? Right. But no. They post a Bundesliga slate yet? No. Damn. No, they just do the showdowns. Yeah. I'd rather, at this point, if, they, if the Premier League is going to be like this, I'd almost rather there be no EPL classic slates. They'd just be showdowns. There's no, and have the classic slate be the Bundesliga. There's no maybe about this. That's like by far the best solution. No, well, personally, I'd rather play Bundesliga DFS over yes, EPL DFS. Everyone should. Right. But EPL is more popular. But if they're going to have staggered start times, just make them the showdowns. Because yeah. look, you could fill a five-game five classic Bundesliga slate at 9.30, and I'll still play a 10 a.m. showdown EPL slate. Yep. And then play the 12.30 showdown, and then the 3 o'clock show. Okay. And then we actually have a five-game actual slate. Right. In a league that's actually good. For Yeah, it's actually better than... Right, and it's actually more accessible now that it's on ESPN. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's more accessible than the Premier League now. Right. They were, truthfully, it is because yeah. now I can't uh, the, the games on on I I can't uh, other than the late game I can't watch the first two games. Yep. I need I need to subscribe to Peacock. I think Peacock's just the last game, isn't it? No, the last game is NBCSN. The first two are Peacock. Oh. Who knows at this point? Yeah. I have no idea. And then if you have it that is peacock free and then peacock I don't know I don't know how you how you watch any of this stuff. And of course we're complaining there are people in England they can't watch any of the games. No, they can watch them all now. That's the thing. Oh, now they can watch because it all because of, they don't have they don't have to no fans so they yeah. don't have to black it out. This is like exactly what everybody wants. In England. In England, I guess. I have no idea. Right. Um the there's a five there could be a five game Bundesliga slate this weekend which would include Kostic against a promoted side. Right. Why aren't we doing that? <laughs> I play Kostic in my lineup on this slate? Right. I would pay 25000 for Kostic on this slate. <laughs> I'd play $25,000 just to play a different slate. <laughs> There's plenty of MLS. Heard rumors about good, good volume in MLS lately. No, that's because Alvaldo doesn't matter. He doesn't care who he's playing against. Mm-hmm. People always joke about whether the, the green number, and he actually likes the the white number more. Right, right. He doesn't care if he wins yeah, or not. He doesn't even check after that. Yeah. There, um, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't bring this up, but there's been some fantasy flush conversations in the Rotowire Discord. Is there any chance we, that comes back one day? No, why would it ever have to come back? Because people want it back. Well, I don't care. Just because people want it, that's why. What people? Well, how many people? Can you count it on one hand? No, no, it's at least six. Oh, Two okay. hands definitely needed. <laughs> you just, you just, who wants to listen to MLS rants? I don't even play MLS DFS anymore. Yeah. 
No, but it, if you if you wanted to go, but I, I I think no, I don't know. I'm not even sure if the feed's active anymore. I don't oh, think that's too bad. No, no, I think no, I still have fantasyflush.com. If you want to search on iTunes. Oh, okay. There we go. The, the the really old. Yeah. No, the the back back from the beginning. Raw and uncut, that, Jordan Cooper. Right. Those. I mean, but that 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 was my start in the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, you do something that that I mean that's what you should do if you wanted to get involved in any industry. Mm. Just go and whatever you want to see, do it yourself. And then bug the then what you do is you bug the people that that are on platforms above uh, higher than you with with memes and jokes. Mm-hmm. Right. That's exactly what I did to, to, to you and Skylar. Works every time. Right. And then you then, then listen to this and go back. I think the most classic episode was the Alvin Jones one. <laughs> That's easily the most classic one. It really where, is. Where where the with. <laughs> The DraftKings scored the wrong guy. The one that somebody brought up the other or yesterday was the Zuzi getting hurt, and you asked, you told them that they should have dragged him out by his man bun back on the field to accumulate points. Right. I don't care if they just they, they'll run into him at some point. Mm-hmm. It could be a tackle one. Yeah, at least a foul drawn, right? Right, or something. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, if this doesn't prove how great this Saturday slate is, I don't know what does. Anybody need to follow up for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. You can also find uh, Jordan's masterclass, The Theory of DFS, at theoryofdfs.com. Highly recommend for anybody who is looking to take their, uh, their DFS game to the next level. So, Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.